Welcome back to another edition of Every Step of the Way Bible Study Discussion Group. Um, a little more information about us. We're more of a discussion forum. A group of brothers just get together every Tuesday and talk about the gospel, share the gospel, share scriptures. And we tie it in with real life situations and, and try to make it plain. And, and hopefully everybody can relate to it. And, and we try to just bounce things off each other and make it make sense to to the average man or even a seasoned, even a seasoned person in the word. So hopefully you enjoy it. It's the group discussion everyone wants more of. The type of conversation people want to be a part of. We share the gospel, scriptures, and we talk real life situations. You've heard us and followed us on Facebook Live. Now you can watch us right here on the Vision Live Network. The wait is over. It's now time for the Hour of Truth. Welcome to the Every Step of the Way Bible Discussion Podcast. The real starts now. Being kingdom men, because that's what we are, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Continue to order our steps, Heavenly Father, Lord, and continue to use us for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father God, bless this meeting on tonight, Heavenly Father, Lord. I pray that your presence is felt in this place in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Bless those who are watching, Heavenly Father, that is not on the meeting, God. Praying, Lord, that they get something out of it in Jesus' holy name, God. And Father God, watch over the men of God, the kingdom men that's not on the Zoom meeting tonight. Continue to bless them and their families, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We're just praying, Lord, that you have your way and your will be done. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Awesome prayer. Awesome prayer, man. God be the glory. Amen. Oh, man. Last week was last, last week was good, man. It was last that alignment. I think we talked about alignment last week. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. and, and that was, I don't, I don't know, man, but so far I think alignment, man, is one of the one of the things, if you had to put a pin in something, I think that alignment, it falls, it lines up with being that dying daily. Because mm -hmm. if we dying daily, I think we waking up, we should be waking up in alignment. You know what I'm saying? Alignment, alignment should be the goal. So I just thought that was Amen. pretty good from last week. You had anything that, that stood out from last week, Brother Dakota? Hey man, pretty much what you were saying about, cause that was so important as we were using examples about cars being out of alignment and everything, because it, it throws everything off and messes up your tires and your gas and all of that being in alignment as we talking about being in alignment with God, being in alignment with your marriage and just being in that straight line and being focused as kingdom men, we have to be in alignment because if we're out of alignment, how can we be in right standing with God if we're out of alignment? So that was huge about lining up and the other things that uh, we had talked about, but that was, that was pretty much a key part about being in alignment and something that we must totally be in at all times so you won't get thrown off and out of order is being in alignment. Yes. And the other thing from last week was in the um the meaning of headship section when it said, man, this is your job. If your wife or children have a question, it is your responsibility to hunt it down and provide an answer for them. If your wife is referencing your pastor's name more than yours during the week, you are not adequately satisfying your role as spiritual head in your home. You are your wife's pastor. That that stuck up stuck out to me too because you no, know, I think a lot of times, man, it just helps knowing what what our role, having a greater understanding of what our role is as the head. You know, I, I, I honestly think a lot of times, man, we get so caught up in that debate 
I think people willing to have that conversation about being the head and the tail, but it's almost just surface. You know what I mean? It's almost like you can start that conversation and then because we don't have a full understanding of what the head and, and tail represent and what it means, we kind of just, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be the head, but what do that really mean? This kind of gives us a deeper look into what our, some of our responsibility in, in that is. Amen. Coming to this week, man. What, what page are we starting off on? What page are we starting off on? We found we um Dominion's Roar is on what that is 83. On 83. Wasn't wasn't nothing standing out on me, but on 85, I highlighted to express your authority within your domain, you must roar. It is not an option. You must protect, provide, lead, and partner well in the areas of your influence. You must also declare your dominion by responsibly exercising your rule within it. And, and dominion, how many of you guys understand what dominion means? From, from I can say, I, I know I didn't have a good understanding of what dominion, I, I knew it came, I know it derived from dominate, but in terms of the kingdom, I, I didn't really understand what it, what it means. Any of you guys can wanna break down what you thought Dominion mean? I really haven't looked at this, but for I'm on when you talk about in your dominion, I'm assuming like, and you can break it down further from what you got. Um, just right off the dome right now, dominion like within your area or within right. your region, I would say something like that. As far as that, I know what you're saying, like dominate, but you're saying dominion, like in my dominion, I'm assuming whatever I can control or within my area, my sphere, or scope of things right now. If it's not that, then uh, please go ahead and uh, and go ahead and enlighten what, what you mean by dominion. Well, you know, you got to think about it this way as well. When God first, when God first specified dominion in the Bible, the first thing that I came that came to my mind was when He told man to have dominion over the animals. That mm -hmm. means we were we were to be in charge over the animals, and we right. should rule over the animals. But when you specify it in in this instance, I think he's talking about, we got to make sure that when we rule, we rule with the hand of God. We got to rule in a way where it doesn't seem like we're ruling in authority, but we're ruling in, in equality, if that makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. Based off of the word of God, based, everything should be ruled by the way God will have you to do it and not your own selfish interest, if that makes sense. That's, that's, something that's good, Jay. That's a, that's a great illustration of it, because I, I mean, I just, I, I didn't, I haven't heard Dominion much. I didn't hear Dominion much when I was younger, and even now, it's not something that you hear a lot. I know I, I don't hear Dominion a whole lot, but I, when I did hear, I didn't understand it. So that was a great illustration, Jay. But we just got to, you know, I just try to relate everything to the Bible and not to me. You know, when right. I get in trouble is when I get outside of the Word of God and try to relate it to something that I wanted to be. But when, right. it's, when it's culturally invited by God, then you know that you're on the right track. And it's hard to go wrong when you put God up in it. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So when I, I read that, I've been reading the book, and that's what I was taking that Mr. Mr. Tony Evans was meaning when he was talking about dominion is to rule with the authority of God. Because he was talking about in the, in, in the chapters that I wasn't here, you remember when he was talking about in your marriage, he was saying that you cannot lead anybody if you're not, if you're not first being led by Christ. Right. Amen. 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 Down at the bottom of 85, I highlighted 
Another reason many men are not reclaiming what is rightfully theirs is because they do not know where to find it. Yet when a man advocates or loses his right to rule, he often unknowingly become inadvertently ruled by that which is illegitimate. He is ruled by his circumstances, the people around him, his problems, and the challenges he faces. That that part I, I understood because it's either or. We we either ruling with the million or we being ruled by circumstances in our environment. So that that I understood. Anybody got anything else on that? Let me, you and Dakota, let me and you and Dakota talk about this for a little minute. Let's mm -hmm. throw a twist in this. And I, you know me, I don't like to throw a little twist. I'm back. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. I've been missing that. Dakota, and I, want, uh, and I want you and Dakota to really think about, you know, we're reading this book. And, and it sounds good because it's in a book that a man wrote. And mm -hmm. it's, it's a kingdom man. It's a, it's a man that we all respect. I, I've read plenty of literature about this. But then my thought process on that part, Todd, is, Dakota, and I know Dakota don't mind, Dakota can try to rule his house, his home, with all the authority of God if he wants to. But mm -hmm. in this day and age, we men have to be careful how we rule because a lot of times the other, the, our our mates are not on board with that type of ruling. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, my, so my question to to all of us is, then we have to make the adjustments to try to rule we in the bet to get them to understand that we're not ruling them because he's using strong words in this book. Oh yeah, he preach, really is. He uses really like is. like like to give everybody an example. So many men seem to run from dominion are unaware of their right to exercise it through their rule. Now, if somebody don't have God in their life, they would take that statement totally out of context. Uh -huh. So we have you understand what I'm saying. So we have right, to make sure. Right. That one on, on page 86, I just read that from page 86. So if you read that, that Mr. Tony Evans is saying, you can take that totally, somebody that's not strong in what, what God wants them to be, or, or a season can take that. Oh, I read a book from Mr. Tony Evans and Kingdom Man said, I should rule this way. But we both, all of us know that you can't rule like that. So what do y'all think on that? I think just what you just said, uh, Jerome, just the word rule itself, somebody could just get uh, offended <laughs> by right. it. That's, that's what they're going to use. Rule. That's you know, what they're going to use, rule. What you mean, yeah. rule me? You know, like that right, right. there. So, right. Yeah, you, know, you know, especially like that, I mean, we, we have to be, be careful with that. But like I said, somebody could definitely take that the wrong way. You know, rule with authority and whatnot, if, you know, um, as a matter of fact, once again, on page 85, right before it gets to lost and found, the last paragraph right in the middle of the page, um, when it says to express your authority within your domain, you must roar. It is not an option. You must protect, provide, lead, and partner well in the areas of your influence. You must also declare your dominion by responsibility and exercising your rule within it. And whatnot. And like you said, your spouse might not be on board with the way you things. And this, you know, when you say this like this, you don't think because if you roar too loud, that 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 can cause an issue. And I think we've talked about this before we even started reading this book about, like I said, how everybody has their marching orders with husbands and, and loving their wives and women being submissive and all of that. I can say, woman, you're supposed to submit and whatnot, but at the same time, I can't be domineering over her and whatnot. It's a certain way you have to do things in your rule and whatnot, you can be domineering or commanding and all of that. 
Because then, if anything, you'll lose respect. Uh, <clears throat> you have to be careful with that. I hear like what you're saying, Jerome. I write that by because anybody looking at this the wrong way can take it the wrong. Because he is using some strong words, like you said, about Very knowing, how to move. like it yeah. says, responsible exercising your rule within it and whatnot. So, <laughs> you know, and, like and, rule and Dakota, today, today's terms, like what you just read, what I love about what you just read, because a lot of times. I was looking at it the way Mr. Tony Everson. I'm a, I'm a protector by nature, so it right. says you must protect, you must provide. I'm a provider by leader by by yeah. nature. I'm also a leader by nature. But yes. if my partner take those things wrong, what guess what they call us today? They call us controlling. Controlling. Yeah. yeah. Controlling. You understand exactly. what I'm saying? So so you have to be careful and try. Mm -hmm. Even though you have all these attributes, when you're dealing with another person, you also got to be careful. That they don't look at you in the wrong manner, even though you're trying to do right by them, they can still call you controlling in those aspects. And I have been called that before. So that's why this is very good literature that we're reading right now. I think it's about the way how we do things, I mean, how we raise our voice, how we talk, when you got to use tact, you still right. got to be nurturing and all of that. Because if you say things in a certain way, like you said, it, it could be controlling and whatnot. If you say that's final or that's it, or that's how it's going to be and all of that, I mean, that could start some stuff. Like I say, just got to be, now depending on what the situation may be, I think we talked, we had a small discussion when uh, Prentice was talking about the the, uh, the transgender thing and whatnot, and we all had some varying opinions about that. Now, just certain things that that's just how it's going to be, and that's just it and whatnot. But just certain things and whatnot, but like you said, you have to have a balance there because you don't want to be labeled as controlling as a kingdom man because now there's not going to be any uh there's not as a, we just talked about alignment there's not going to be no alignment in your household if right. you if you're considered controlling and whatnot and then you're going to be having issues with your spouse all the time so we got to use tact we still got to show love and whatnot what the bible says that i'm the head of the you know it, it's a way you got to go through all of that, man. It's a certain way you got to say that. They know that you're the head of the household and whatnot, but at the same time, you can't be ruling and domineering over them either. You know, you, that's why it says you got to treat them with love and respect. It says be not bitter towards your spouse and all of that. So it's like I say, it has to be a fine line and you got to learn how to balance. And you got to know when to back off when it's time to back off. Amen, brother. Amen. That's right. I think I think my response, that's that's great. That's great. That's that's that curveball we've been missing, Jay. Um. <laughs> um, back in the the first first chapter, the cry for kingdom man, I think that's where it was at when he's talking about when when we when we get to a place in our walk, and, and when he was talking about how our wives, you know, what I'm saying they naturally melt over that when we get until we get to those until we get to that place, then that word rule. Like Jay said, the natural leader, the natural provider, the natural protect, they, they, they want those. That's the part that they want of us, right? <laughs> that's uh -huh. the part of the kingdom, man, that they don't have an issue with. They because they want that. They want the provider, they want the protector, they want the leader. Yes. But the rule part is the consistency of them seeing us, you know what I'm saying, study the Bible, or, or, of being different than who we were in the home. You know what I'm saying? The rule gonna come from as in our growth, the rule of our dominion is going to come in our growth. You know what I'm saying? My heavy mm -hmm. fist is not, it's going to always be rejected. It, it, it always going to be frowned upon. But like Dakota said, the way we speak, you know what I'm saying? If I'm speaking in, the, in all those terms that the protector, if I'm speaking like a protector, if I'm speaking like a leader, if I'm speaking, you know what I'm saying, like a provider, then even though she might not agree with it, 
she won't bucket. You know what I'm saying? Because Jay said it, man. I, I I thought I was the only one that picked up on that, man. He uses some he uses some words that can light some fires in the home if if you if you bring them up in the even in the wrong way. Hey, this is what Tony said. That'll cause a fire by itself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if 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 brought to the table wrong. So that's good stuff, man. Anybody got anything else? Man, amen. In the in the section um on 87, when it said God said, mm-hmm. it says, when God created the earth, he demonstrated his genius simply through his word. Whatever he spoke came into being. Not only did it come into being, but it was also good. In five days, God had created a spectacular earth with all of the nuances and idiocracies necessary for life to be lived out to its fullest. On the sixth day, God spoke forth his crowning achievement. Man, about man, we read that first. God said, God said in Genesis 1 verses 26, then God created in Genesis 27. And next, God blessed in Genesis 1, 28. Everything related to a man in the creation text is directly connected to God and his plan for humankind. God said it, God created it, and God blessed it. Obviously, this is how God intended, because we are about to read into some of delicate territory. I don't want you to take my word for, for it is, take his. That was... I don't know why those never stuck out to me before, but they do now. Mm. God said, God created, God bless. Mm. But you know how powerful that is, though, in, in the dominion, in terms of dominion. So when we when we always trying to, that head and tail, I know I sound stupid every time. I try, <laughs> every time I try to go with that head and tail conversation with somebody, I never, I never knock it out the park. But that that's right, that's self-explanatory. We are Amen. supposed to rule our area, our domain. Amen. What you got on that, Jay? I'm so ready to get to this next four, next page. Because <laughs> I got I got a question on the next four. Well, I'll let one of these other guys go ahead on that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to back out of that one. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm learning that um I'm hey, I'm say learning. no more. Hey, say no more. <laughs> brother Robert, what brother Robert in the refrigerator? Brother Darren, how you doing, bro? Hey, what's you up? Need, man? How y'all doing, man? What's Good, going man? on, bro? I don't want to. I don't want to go too far. We're on page eighty-seven. Is there anything that you highlighted that I hadn't hit so far? Um, nah, not really, man. Uh, I got the, I got the, I got the audio. Um, I got the audio book, and to be honest, I'm, I'm just listening, man. I, I just got off the road, man. So like, I haven't really had a chance to. Uh, I was impressing the night, so. I know I missed the last couple um last couple uh uh Sundays, man. It's been crazy busy. So um I'm just I'm get just tall life, baby. I saw you on the plane. You look really tired, man. But hey, the yeah, best man, is something. I got back Saturday morning and I was in Charlotte all day today. So I'm just not getting back to the house. Hey man. God the glory, man. That's what's up. So on eighty on eighty-eight, Delic. When God created man in his image, he delegated the responsibility of caring for and managing his creation. Up until that time, God did all the work. God did all of the work. He separated the water from the land, formed the light, grew the plant, placed the stars in the skies, along with everything else. Up until then, God took care of it all through his spoken word. Yet Mm -hmm. on the sixth day, when God created man, 
He turned over the running, the ruling, and the stewardship of the earth to the hands of man. God endowed mankind with both the opportunity and the responsibility for managing what he had made. When God created man, he gave a mandate, the dominion mandate. The dominion mandate let them rule, sets man rulership or management in place over what God had created. And that's that's kind of, this is the part I wanted to get to. It is just, for some reason, on the next page, it's talking about how God turned over all that to us. And mm -hmm. it, it just got me thinking about grace. When I, like, if you, on, on 89, it's saying, like, here is man, it's for man, you, you do this, even though I'm watching over you. And it just had, I was just thinking about grace. Like, he knew, did he know we was going to muck it up or just, I can't quit thinking about that. Like, did he knew we was going to muck it up? Was, was Adam like, okay, after Adam, he said, okay, I'm going to give it to them fully. Or did he give it to us fully with Adam? Well, God knows all things. I think he knew he was going to jack it up. I don't think nothing comes to no surprise right. to God catch God off guard. Now, remember, there's a part in Genesis where he said he repented that he made man and whatnot, I guess, because all of the wickedness and at the same, a lot of that stuff can be kind of confusing. You say, what, God repented that he made man? But he knew how we are and he created us. He knew that. Now I say that's one, you know, all of that, that's, you know, all of that type of stuff, man. But he says dominion over animals that we supposed to have that or whatever the case may be. And <clears throat> that don't mean you can drop me off in the Serengeti in Africa and I'm going to just tell lions to sit and command to sit down because I ain't trying to go out there. Even though right. the world that I have dominion, right. I'm not doing that. I mean, if a pit bull is charging at you, yeah, I'm just supposed to stand there and say sit. I mean, I can't <laughs> outrun it and whatnot. But at the same time, I mean, it is what it is. Just one of them, <laughs> them areas. I'm supposed to add dominion over this thing, man, but this thing ain't coming after me. And whatnot. when I walk my neighborhood, I walk with a bat. There's a reason why I walk with a bat. I don't walk around empty-handed. If that right. was the case, I would walk around with nothing and whatnot. But, you know, it's not that I don't have faith to do it. I mean, shoot, I mean, I get by me being human and you see what animals can do. But yet we supposed to have dominion. I'm not going to go out in the swamp and try and wrestle head or gate and eat and whatnot. But yet we supposed to have dominion over all of that type of stuff because we've seen what they can do. And I think, you know, naturally, you know, we human, we can get scared, we can get fearful and whatnot. But at the same time, I'm a kingdom man. I'm supposed to have dominion. But I don't know, like what you said, he gave Adam charge over the garden. He was in charge over it all and all of this type of stuff, man. That's, <clears throat> I don't know. But like you said, did he knew we were going to monk it up? I think, yes, he did. That's why he had a plan in place. Right. That's why Jesus came. Yes, it went on for many, many years, but he had a plan because he knew that we was going to mess it up. And let, what me, let, me, let me throw a little curveball in there then. Go ahead, Jay. So you just read something that I don't know if we thought about, but I want to be fair about it. So let's, let's talk about it. And um, when you just read and it got down to, um, you said, even if those decisions go against him, God said, let them rule, Genesis mm -hmm. 1, 26. So in that time, them was man and woman. Uh-huh. So he wasn't, mm. he wasn't right. particularly talking about just Adam. He said, let them rule. And when he made Adam. Oh, that's good. You know, when he made, I'm just hypothetically speaking, because I'm, I'm thinking this is the this is the way we are anyway at this time in, in life anyway. Man and woman rule. It ain't just man ruling. Man and woman rules together. 
So maybe at that particular time when God said, let them rule Genesis 126, he is talking about the both of us. Was Eve created yet at this point? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's talking about the garden. It's talking about the garden. Okay. So see, in verse 28, he said, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase the number. That's verse 28. Okay. So he said, okay. be fruitful. He said, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase the number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky. See, at this particular time, he's talking to them. Okay. To, to, right. That's good. I like that. He's talking to them to be in, in rulership. So when I... What, and, I, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but <clears throat> what I'm learning, my old school ways don't always apply. That what I love about my wife the most is my wife is a strong woman. I got to mm -hmm. give her credit for that. And even though we don't ever get into this type of conversation about who's ahead, I don't think you have to. I think Dakota said something earlier that was very important. People know who's, who's, who's who and what their responsibility is without you having to be Hoorah, hoorah, and roar right. like right. what he was talking about in the previous chapters. We don't have to roar like that to, to be known as a leader. So I just think it goes both ways. I'm just trying to say, but we can't come to Dick God. So I'm just throwing, I'm, I'm asking for y'all's opinion. I like I like what you just said, Jay. Um, one of the, I think it was the first Sunday, and one of the highlights of that, it it was um, Adam's silence, Adam's, Adam's silence in the garden. Uh-huh. And how, and how Adam's silence kind of took, shift the whole course of nature because he didn't confront, he didn't say anything when Satan was, was doing what he did. And so when you was talking about the roar, like he, he didn't have to be roaring Adam didn't have to roar, but he, he was supposed to say something. You know what I mean? He, he was supposed to say something. He, he had a charge that he was given, but yet he chose silence. I think um, this, this is definitely a interesting topic. You definitely have to be open-minded uh, to, to, to try to understand. Um, I think, I think, I think, I, I can't say I can't say God didn't know or did know, but I felt like he was like, all right, Adam, um, this your time. You know what I'm saying? This your time to shine, bro. Like, I'm I'm giving you the ball. Like, what you gonna do with it? You know what I'm saying? He was like sitting and waiting and see what Adam was gonna do. Um, see what Adam gonna do, and he chose not to say nothing. So with that point, it kind of like disappointed. It, it's almost like he he disappointed God. And he was like, man, I thought, I thought you was going to be, I thought you was going to do something different. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, God gives us free will. Right. And he gives us free will. And that's something that, you know, in the earth realm, that's, that's, that's the rule that he set. So I feel like, I feel like, yeah, it was kind of like, it was really up to Adam. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, it was really, it's really all up to Adam. Could if Adam, because it was a reason why, you know, that the text says the serpent really talked to Eve. Like, he, the serpent never talked to Adam. Like, he only talked to Eve. And, and it was a reason why, you know what I'm saying? Because if he would have talked to Adam first, it might have would have been a different, you know, outcome. So, yeah. That's good, Darren. That's good. Anybody else? Nobody else? On page 90. 
second paragraph, <clears throat> David, a man after God's own heart and a king who exercised a great deal of authority, clearly articulated the high level in which God has placed humankind for good or for bad, showing us the truth of how we are to operate within our sphere of influence. He wrote in Psalms chapter eight, verses three through six. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you take thought of him and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little slower than God and you crown him with glory and majesty. You make him to rule over your works of your hands and you have put all things under his feet. I, I thought that was powerful. Never really, I never really paid much attention to, to that passage before until now. I just think it just mm -hmm. speaks to how much, how God sees us as man. And, and, and all things are under our feet. And it's so, that's such a huge thing when we understand what we represent as kingdom men is, it's actually kind of it's actually kind of scary when you think that when you think about it in terms of the authority that he places inside of us when we are properly aligned when when we are properly aligned I, I don't want to I don't want to read past this like we just have all power and authority willy nilly you know what I mean mm -hmm. we we got to be in we got to be in alignment we have to be in communion you know what I'm saying we got to stay prayed up. We got to know a word, you know what I'm saying? All those things before all these things are under my, he's not going to put all these things under my feet and I'm not properly aligned. I, I don't have any power. I don't have any authority. Give me something, Jay. Well, I love it when he said David was after, you know, he said this about David after David had failed so badly, so right, miserably. Right, right, You know, David had made so many mistakes when God said David was a man after his own heart. He had mm -hmm. did this to, uh, but she, whatever his wife was, and he had did this to the man and put him on the front line and all that good stuff. And then, yeah. you know, later on, God said David was a man after his own heart. What I what I love about God and all my reading, I think God just evolved with us. Look at the difference between the Old Testament, how hard he was. I mean, I'm a big time reader of the Old Testament. And Todd know from all the reading that him and I done shared, yeah, God didn't take no conversation. man. He didn't take no didn't mess play. from us didn't play. in that Old Testament, man. None. He ruled by a hardcore. But then when Jesus came on the scene, it wasn't that it's changed, but I think he evolved to a point where he knew, man, we were just mucked up. We right. as men right. were just mucked up. And he right. had to. He had to send his own son to die on the cross for us to even have a chance to get to heaven because we were so messed up. Yes. Amen. I, think that's, I think that goes back to some of what Darren was saying. And I'm going to elaborate on what Darren was saying to help him out a little bit with that. I think God did give Adam the choice to make the way that we should go. And I think Adam just didn't know how to do it. He just dropped the ball. Right. He right. didn't know how to lead the way God... <laughs> originally wanted him to leave and that's why we are the way we are to this day because of that first fall between adam and eve and Satan. that's just my opinion though aj that's so that's so strong and that's why and that's why the silence of adam resonates so loudly to me because what like you said 
I think he I think he knew because God told him what his charge was, but he didn't say he wouldn't speak up. And that's and that's why the question of who told you you was naked and those things, because mm -hmm. I told you I've already told you who you are. You know what I mean? I already told you who you are and what your responsibilities are. But he chose not to say anything. And that's what that's when everything took a turn for the worse. Well, let's go. Let's go. Hey, let, let's let's bring that up to modern times. Mm -hmm. And I've heard it. And I used to get offended by it. But the reality is that it's true. How many times have we heard women got to step up in church because men won't? All the time. We've All heard this so much, but guess what? It's a lot of truth to it. But it's a lot of truth to it. A lot of men that will go to church will sit back and won't speak up when it needs to be speaking up. So it's the same thing talk that you're talking about, Adam. We do it as I'm not talking about me as a person. I'm talking about men collectively in right. different churches. We'll sit back and let a woman take charge and do this and do that because we won't speak up. So if we don't speak up, the women feel like, hey, I got to get it done. Somebody got to do it. Let's go ahead and make it happen. And that's mm -hmm. what's happening in a lot of churches today. I'm not saying all churches, but that's been mm -hmm. the forte that that it's a whole lot of women in church and there's not a whole lot of men. It's a lot of women in, in leadership in church and they are there because men didn't speak up or men didn't come right. to church. Men Man, didn't do this or men didn't do that. <laughs> hey, who am I to knock that? And that's Actually, why the word got to go forth. The word got to go forth. The word got to keep going, baby. It don't matter who mm -hmm. carry it. He going to keep it going. And he talked about that like the churches is taking so many hits because the men who are called aren't saying anything. They aren't stepping. The church will put his need out there on the bulletin board or in an, an announcement verbally, right? But a lot of times, man, the, the men are, are hide their hands or sit on their hands when 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 God is calling them. Say, hey, man, that's you. I need you in that in that capacity. But we won't step to the forefront. One of just what Jerome was saying earlier, man. You were so. Uh, right, uh, Brother Boyd, about the Old Testament and how hardcore it was. Them commandments wasn't nothing to play with, man. People died for doing the simplest things. I mean, I believe it was a part in, because you remember the law was you couldn't walk but so far. Uh, remember on the Sabbath day, you couldn't do nothing on the Sabbath day. You didn't do anything. And remember, it was a part, I think, in the book of Numbers where a man was just gathering sticks. That's all mm -hmm. he was doing, just picking up sticks. And he got stoned. The death, man. And I tell people, I say, there's no way. I say, who would be here today under the Old Testament rule? First of all, I don't know about Darren, but and I'm just assuming you, uh, uh, Jerome and whatnot. For the most part, we all had children before we got married. Amen. That's death penalty right there. Amen. I mean, I, think, I said, who, who would be here? No, I said, who would be here under the Old Testament? Go ahead. That's go death penalty go ahead, right man. there. Having hey, children before marriage was the death penalty, man. I say, would hey, nobody man. be here? Hey man, For the most part. I wouldn't have made it past 16 because, you know, back then sleeping with somebody's wife was a death penalty. Yes, all of that. You know that. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm, and, I'm, and I indulged in that type of mess back in my teenage years, man. Yes. So, and you, you know, and it's just the truth, man. You you can, man, we all will be done, man. That's oh, why I love yeah. that Old Testament, man. It's just such I a remember. real deal, you know. So And I, if you I, remember... The priests had to be straight when they went and made prayers for everybody. Remember, they went into the tabernacle or whatnot with a rope tied with on their waist. And, and they fall backwards. Yes, all of that. Yes, sir. And with bells on. Because if them bells stopped ringing, you know they fell dead. They wouldn't move. And you had to pull them up out of there. 
And with all of that type of stuff, man, it was no joke. Like what you said, uh, you said that's why you thank God for grace that right. we're in now, that yeah. we can make the mistakes Amen. and don't have to worry, you know, and all of that. But mm -hmm. like I said, we don't use our, our grace for liberty, our, for our liberty for sin, and whatnot, just to keep messing up just because we can and all of that type of stuff, man. But you got to thank God that we're under grace, man, and the stuff that they went through. But just like he said, look how the esteem that he has over us, they say we just make us just a little lower than him and whatnot, man, because it says that we are his handiwork. A, a brother did a, a sermon one time, I am God's masterpiece. He said, that's right. basically what he said. We are his masterpiece. You know, and he did his best work on us and whatnot that for God to think so highly of it. Like I said, what is man that you made him just a little low? I mean, you, you think we hired in angels, but yeah, angels are watching over us that God dispatches angels and whatnot, man. So thank God that, that we do have grace for the Old Testament with some of them, them rules back then. That, that was, uh, my goodness. And, I mean, you have to follow it to the teeth. A lot of that was, you know, God had allowed us to govern ourselves. So, mm -hmm. And I forgot, I want to say, if I was re, I can't remember exactly, so don't hold me, you know, don't hold me to it. But it was like, I want to say it was like 6,000, not 6,000, six general, it was like six, 600 or 6,000 years. It was something crazy like that, that he allowed us to govern ourselves. So I think that's where a lot of that Old Testament stuff come from, because when Jesus came, you know, a lot of that changed. Um, but I have to mm -hmm. find it. It was, it was something about us governing ourselves. I don't know if Jerome might know about it, but it was like he allowed us to to govern our govern ourselves and to basically like I, I'm a I'm a move out the way. I'm gonna let y'all I'm gonna let y'all do it. But it just got out of control. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, and I like what Darren's saying again. But I'm gonna add something else to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go away from that. I think Mr. Tony Evans was led by the spirit of God when he wrote this book. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because the stuff that he's writing, I think that's how it's supposed to be. Right. I think that's how it was supposed to be. But Adam messed it up so bad, man. He got us. And then, so the part yeah. that, and now go back to what Darren is saying. What Darren is saying is, when they first fell, and he told them to go out and you got to do this and you got to do that. God took his hands off them for a while. He took his mm -hmm. hands off of them and let Adam and Eve go out and tiller the land and do all these things. Right, and yeah. it wasn't just 6,000 years. It, well, I, I, that, that is a generation. But it was it was some years and years when God yeah, I knew it was them. a long time. Yeah, it was yeah. He, time. he would let them do their thing, man, and trying to figure out how they can, 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 can succeed in this thing. But Adam <laughs> just kept messing it up. Adam just kept mucking it up, man. He just mucked it up and mucked it up and mucked it up to God had to come back on the scene. And that's when they started and, and God put in all these rules in Deuteronomy. That's when he put all these rules from Genesis. He went to Deuteronomy and he said, you know, if you read Deuteronomy, man, it's some strong rules in Deuteronomy. The book of Deuteronomy, it breaks everything down and tell you what you can do, what you can't do. I don't know if the world would still be existing now if we had to go by the, the book of Deuteronomy and some of those things. And then it says you can't do this and you shouldn't do this, or you would be striked down dead if you did this. Thank God for the grace of, of Jesus Christ. I tell you that. one thing that I one thing about Joseph, remember when he got thrown in the pit That's and all right. of that. When he was when, now the thing what I like about Joseph, and remember before the law was even written, before Moses was even born with the Ten Commandments, he did not sleep with part of his wife because he said that was wrong. That's right. That's just right. like wow. That brother knew that 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 woman belonged to something. And that back then, I guess you could say it was legal. It wasn't no law. 
Wasn't no law. Don't sleep with nobody. You know, people was incest was out of control. Remember, Lot slept with his daughters, even though they said they got him drunk and all. I said, you got to be known with right, your daughter, right, man. Right, and all right. That. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I, I done been drunk till I can't walk, but I was more just my daughter now. No, that's right. Then, but, but, bro, I, nevertheless, <laughs> I feel good. it wasn't that. You know, <laughs> I was talking to somebody about that last week. I said, yeah, okay, he had to know that I was his daughters, but it wasn't no rule back then. It wasn't a law. It, it wasn't that. Nevertheless, Dakota, I'm yeah, gonna agree with you. I've been drunk so hard, laying in the flow, but I, I can't move, I can't think. But I know everybody around me. I know what's going on. So right, when, man. when I first read that story about Lot sleeping with his dog, talking about he's drunk and didn't know what was going on, then come on, man. You don't get that drunk. <laughs> you don't get that drunk, man. You don't get come that on, drunk. <laughs> God, <don't. laughs> But I, I was saying, I was saying, but I was when I was making the point about Joseph, man. I said that brother, even before the law, knew that it was wrong to sleep with that man's wife, man. I was like, wow. And I'm always every time when I read that, I just I give Joseph a lot of credit for that. Like he ran out of there, man, when she was trying to sleep and she said, lay with me. Say the brother ran and whatnot, man, because he knew that was wrong. But yeah, but like you said, that them, them was some hard. They, you know, we we there's no way we can survive off of that. Not in this day and age. I'm gonna go back and let y'all have it. Me and Dakota just talking up, so go ahead. Man, y'all good. <laughs> man, hey, bro, we're a team. We're a team, man. I've been missing you last couple weeks, man. I've been working. Know, right? I've been yeah. working, man. Man, me and Jerome had a conversation one day, and I think it truly gave me a better understanding of what grace and well, more mercy, more mercy than grace. When man, we talk about an hour and a half one day, just merely on the differences between the old testament. And the New Testament, because that's when you're young, the church don't really do a good, they don't do a good job of explaining the difference. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. Jerome said, man, man, God didn't, God, God didn't do all that. Hey, hey, listen, I get I'm, I'm gonna give you a couple more chances. He didn't do that. He just didn't do that. He he said, mm -hmm. he told what the consequences were gonna be. If it was necessary, the consequences happened. Like it wasn't no grace period, but not it was he just didn't do that. And so as we talked about all the differences between the New Testament and God and Jesus and grace and mercy, man, I think it'll help a lot of people if they if they understood the differences in the Old Testament and the New Testament versus what a scripture means in the New Testament versus what it means in the Old Testament. God didn't play. God, God had the hammer, just straight, really straight hammer. It wasn't. It wasn't okay. I understand. He didn't do a bunch of that. I, I understand. I feel you. And I'm gonna put this out here too, Todd and uh, Jerome. We talking about men and ruling and things with our families. <sighs> with uh, with Joshua, when they was at with that, that thing called I, AI, when somebody was um, somebody got punished, right? The men, if somebody hid a wedge of gold in their tent, and when they find it. Not only did they punish the man, they punished the wife and the children. Right. Whole Amen. families got destroyed for the mistakes of what a man made Amen. and whatnot. Now, how many of us made the mistakes that we made biblically? Would our family still be living here if we was under the Old Testament rule? With some oh, of the no. that we have made. I mean, the whole thing. Look what happened with Daniel and the lions then. The king was so upset that once Daniel made it through the night, remember, the guys that lied on him, he threw them in the pit. Their wives and the children Dude, got thrown right. in the line of Amen. I'm like, All man. Right. And that was just and that was because of them men how they lied on Daniel and whatnot. The wife and children didn't have nothing to do with that. But man. they got thrown in a den of lions. All because of the state mistake that the husband made. 
Amen. Right. Amen. Nicole. Amen. You stuff, on it tonight, bro. bro. That's good stuff, bro. That's a, boy, you're on fire, you man. That's man, that's number me. That ain't number me, man. And and it's it's so much, it's so much unchewed meat, in my opinion, in the old testament. It's so much mm. unchewed meat. Because man. a lot of times I feel like that's that they pastors feel like people can't handle it. What what book that was there that we read? Amos? Amos, man. If you read Amos, Amos will make you take a walk and question, do you want to do this? It'll make it real. It'll make you say, hey, I don't know if I could do this. That was a, I'll tell you the truth. I remember two years ago when Todd and I went down to the book of Amos and Jeremiah. I went to Amos first and then I went to Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. I think that was the first time in my life that I fully started to understand the magnitude of who God is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you truly want to understand who God is, you you got to go back to the Old Testament and read that. You have to. To fully understand mm-hmm. what he could do to us. I don't think we understand what he could do to us without reading mm-hmm. the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about, man, I'm reading the books and I'm getting, I'm calling Todd scared to, like Todd. <laughs> and I'm answering Seriously, I'm calling Todd up saying, hey, man, you need to read this, man. You need to read this, man. He was, God talked to them back in those days like we talking tonight. He said, right. if you don't do this, I will, you let them know that this is what I'm going to do. Don't do like, period. I'm, I'm going to do this to you. Period. Mm-hmm. That's what God was saying. And I'm saying, I said, man, do you understand? And I guess you have to be in a certain place and the spirit got to be in you for you to fully understand that because I always, before that, was scared to read the Old Testament. But when I read it, I, I feel like, wow, thank God. It makes you appreciate Jesus more. That's they what do. it does. They do. It Amen. makes you appreciate Jesus Christ, man, because the love that he has for us, and like Dakota said earlier, the grace and the mercy. Mm. Oh, you see, without Jesus Christ, none of that's there. It's no. not there, y'all. No, God didn't <laughs> have that. God didn't have And, and Jay, I'm t- I, I really, I just want to emphasize that I just don't think that we talk about that. You know what I'm saying? In totality, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is everything. He's just, man. he is. He's everything, but to the, the magnitude and to the magnitude of why is he everything, when you go to the Old Testament, you understand why he's everything because of the grace. I recommend to anybody that's listening to us tonight, just go back. If you don't believe what we're saying, just go back and read it. Just go back and and dive into the Old Testament and and start with Amos. Go to the book of Amos and read Amos and then read uh, Jeremiah. Just read them and then tell me what you think. I I can tell you right now what you're going to say. <laughs> it's no water, Amos. Amos small. It's a short. It's a short book, but it's nothing. It's not mm-hmm. one moment in Amos that you feel good. Not one moment in Amos. I'm like, I, I stopped and called Draw. Said, "Hey, man, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this." Like, it was, <laughs> oh, man, you did. It, it, was, it, it don't matter where you at, where your spirit at. It makes you feel like you can't do it. It's, it's such a strong yeah, cutthroat. It's cutthroat. Everything it says can apply to you in some form or fashion. And so it makes you reevaluate where you at. The Old Testament has absolutely no filter and whatnot, man. It's, I mean, it's a lot of blood. It's a lot of gore. You don't see all of that in the New Testament for the most part. I'm talking about children get killed in the Old Testament. I mean, it's no filter. They, right. I mean, you know, uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't talk about men of God, prophets and stuff in the Old Testament. If you, I don't know if you recall around in the book of King or Samuel or Kings when they were talking about Elijah and Elisha. Yeah, yeah. Elisha, I don't know what kind of man or what he looked like, 
But remember, it's a small part where Elijah was walking and some children were teasing Elisha. Mm-hmm. They were saying, walk up the hill, bald head, walk up the hill, bald head. And they said, two she-bears came out of the woods and ate up all the children. Like, God, I mean, just like that. That's all what it was. They say right. they were teasing them, and out of the woods came two she-bears and, and killed the children. I'm like, right. my God. I mean, that's Old Testament for you. No filter. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just how it is in the Old Testament. But it's hardcore, and that's why you got to thank God for grace. It makes you wonder how, how they survived back then. Like I say, them prophets of old Jeremiah, Amos, all them guys. Yeah, especially all of the minor prophets, all them guys was hard. And they, they all had some, you know, Hosea marrying a prostitute and all of that type of stuff. Man, man that's just man. hardcore. No filter, man, to show the dedication of God because he knew the woman's going to cheat on him. And just like how God knows how we'll turn our back on him, he still loves us. That's why the word says he's married to the backslider. You are told to go marry a prostitute. Can you imagine all the stuff? That he- <laughs> hey, 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 Dakota, but what's so good about that story is God told him to go marry the woman, knowing that she was going to cheat on him nine times. And when wow. he went, God wanted to leave him. You know what God told him? Go back. Man. He right. told him to go, go back. back. Right. He told Ooh. him to go back. Yes. <laughs> man, that ain't a hey man, if that ain't a good story for all marriages. When you think you got issues, man, and you think wow. you want to run away like Jerome Board or whatever, and you say to yourself, hey man, God give it to you. Try to work it out. Try to fix it. You know, put it back together. Hold right. on. Right. Right. You know, you know, you gotta mm. hold on, man. Because if you read that story that, that Dakota just bring up, man, hey, this he saw, he sent this man, this minor prophet, to a prostitute. Prostitute, yeah. To marry hey. her. Mm. Amen. My God. That's all I can say. So when we <laughs> yeah. start, you know, hey, good stuff tonight, y'all. Man, 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 man. On page, y'all, uh, man, your boy, <laughs> the spirit moving. I don't feel like moving. <laughs> on page. On page 93, God said that you are to rule. He has also given you all that you need to do it. If you memorize only one verse in the Bible in your entire life, memorize 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. The, the truth of it will blow your mind. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always having all sufficiencies in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. I'm going to tell you what, Todd, I'm going to elaborate on that one because I read that one over and over and over. And and what that one was saying to me today when I read it is that you got to do good no matter what. And no matter what the circumstances is, if you do good, God's going to take care of you. Do right. You do right. right. You do your part. You do good. And he's saying, I got you. Just trust me. I got you. Amen. That's what he's saying. And he's saying, yeah. hey, you, you do it right. And that's what the truth of it is. And I, and if you think about it, Dakota, if you think about it, Todd, if you think about it, Darren, if you look at your own life, you know that that, that scripture is true. Oh, yeah. Amen. No matter. Definitely. If you look over your life and you're doing the right things, blessings will come. Amen. I Amen. I Amen. I believe that. Man. I live by it and I believe that. But every time I stepped off that path, too. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an alternate to that statement as well. Right, right. If off that path, no blessings come. No come. <laughs> you hinder your, you hinder your blessing big time when you step off that path. Amen. And you got to humble yourself to know that say that I don't deserve everything that I get. 
yeah. from God. Do we, always, do we always pray that we're supposed to? Are we always thankful like we're supposed to? Do we forgive right away? Or whatever the case may be. We don't always, sometimes God is probably on the back burner when he shouldn't be. Do we always say grace before we eat? Sometimes we eat, sometimes I got to catch myself. I didn't eat half my food before I realized I even thank God for it. I'm human. I've done that on more than one occasion and whatnot. And much as I tell kids not when they're in school, uh, I'm in the middle of a conversation. Don't never be ashamed of God. Always bow your head. Bless your food before you eat. And here I am from time to time. I'll get to eat and be, oh, man. I mean, just simple things like that and whatnot. We don't always, as we know, we don't deserve the things that we get from God. He's just so gracious and merciful like that and right. whatnot because we don't do everything that we're supposed to do. If we're supposed to be fasting, do we always honor our fast the whole time that we're supposed to do it? Or do we cheat on it? Do we, do we cut it short or whatever the case may be? Do we fast at all? You know, those things, because don't the words say when you're going through something, certain things come by fasting and prayer. And pray. We're praying. Yeah. Are, we, are we fasting, though? Yeah. We're praying. Right. Let, let's put the two hand in hand. I mean, there's different things like that because we don't want to do it out. Sometimes this flesh gets the best of us, the one that we want to eat or we want to watch certain things on TV without doing without, whatever the case may be. Like I said, yes, all grace can be about, like you just said, if we do what we're supposed to do, my God, the blessings is going to come. But like you just, we hinder our own blessings by letting flesh get in the way and messing up. Uh, I, I love what, what you said a month or so ago, Jerome, but you said about how you admitted that. I don't even know if I can admit it or not. That's why I love you, brothers. When you say how you walk out of the store and it's a flat tire, bam, maybe a four-letter word might come out just that <laughs> time. Right, and right, right. Man, and, and, you know, and, and you got to repent and say, oh, Father, forgive me. But, you know, I, know, I don't man. feel like you no know, doggone tire right now. You know, I went in the store. As soon as you come out, the darn tires flat. I mean, I mean, that's just human, man. I mean, that's I, I can't right. get that like man. I said, Jerome, Jerome admitted this. That guy said he walked outside and see the flat tire, and immediately <laughs> I said, I wouldn't have told y'all brothers none of that, boy. <laughs> but that brother admitted that, and I love him for that, man. I said, right, man, right, man. Right. You just made me want to bear my faults, man. When I mess up, because if you buy it, and that's the truth, man. But you did that, and that, and you was bold enough. And God bless you. And I love you, and I'll always respect you for doing Amen, that. Amen, brother. I, I appreciate that, Dakota. Let me give y'all a scenario about Second uh, Corinthians nine eight that happened to me today. I woke up this morning and I and I and I was reading the book, and I got to that part. Well, I had made plans for the day, but then somebody called and said, "Hey, man, I need your help." last minute and everything and all that but i dropped all my plans to go help somebody out but then they blessed me for helping them out and mm -hmm. that's part of how it works when you don't have to you don't do it for that reason but that's when right. you do something you put yourself aside for somebody else a blessing Amen. will come it may not come from the person that you just helped that blessing may come through some other means, but your blessing will come. And that's what God is saying in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8. He's saying, you do the good deed. You do the right thing. And I got you. I will make sure that you are blessed. And that's yeah. all. It's so simple. It's so simple to put selfishness aside, put somebody before yourself, and watch God work in your life. I hope everybody get that message tonight. Amen. Amen. All right, Todd, I'm done. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. I'm, man, I'm enjoying this, man. I'm, I, get, I, get, I get to lay back, man. Y'all boys hitting, hitting all kinds of triples and home runs tonight, man. Um, man, yeah. Just, yeah, that verse is really good, man. 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. Always yeah, so continuously do good. Like you said, I think if we remember that, 
if we memorize that scripture by it'll be such a powerful it'll have such an impact on our life man one of yeah. one of the things i um i highlighted on page 95 y'all know i'm big on perspective <laughs> for me perspective is like a, a another nickname for me man perspective is never just what you see perspective is how you view what you see perspective is a key tool in the hands of a kingdom man if he is going to successfully rule with authority over the domain God has given him. I just, I just love, man, everything about perspective. Y'all remember when I talked on perspective? Hell yeah. And so when, when God shows us something, we, we can't have a perspective on it. We just got to follow it. Right. Right. But I think perspective comes into play is being mindful of how we share what God placed inside. You know what I mean? Like, like Jerome has a strong demeanor and a strong nature. And so depending on who's he's sharing what God had placed inside of him, he has to take a perspective, a different perspective on how to share what, hey what God has yeah. played inside. You know, do that make sense? Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. When God gives Darren something, it's, that can't be changed that that can't be altered it can't be it just can't be but how darren chooses to share that with the world or with someone else the perspective of that can be depending on that person if you know that person you know what i'm saying like i might need to take that person to grab some drink some lunch or something and you know what i'm saying just the, the perspective on how we share things can be altered when god plays something in a, it can't be it can't be put in a perspective Amen. Amen. Um, I don't, I don't have. Okay, that that page on on ninety six when he talked about, he's talking about David. He he talks about how David had the the, the confidence and knowing that he was going to defeat the lie. I highlighted. He knew that no circumcision only could mean one thing: no covering. Circumcision was a ritual of the covenant between God and his people. All males in Israel were circumcised on the eighth day to signify that they belong to the covenant and to, to position themselves under its provision, power, and covenant. And so, David, that was strong for me because I never kind of, I just thought it was just on his faith alone. But he also had knowledge. He had a he had a knowledge of something that was help, helpful. Also, the the circumcision, he was uncircumcised, so that that gave him all that he needed to to tackle to take down this big giant. But I, I think we need to read this part of before we close out. You just went to perspective, but then on page thirty on page ninety six, it said, "And your decision on the perspective." It says. Many men have unfortunately given away their spiritual authority because they lack a kingdom perspective. And then mm -hmm. he says, Satan didn't even have to battle them for that. They simply examined the situation, saw the size of the challenge, or looked at their own inadequacies and gave up. Wow. Right. Man, yeah. Yes. You know how many yes. times people in life feel inadequate and give up on the situation? because they don't believe in themselves or they look at the perspectives and don't look at the God purpose 
of what they can do. And that's what Mr. Tony Evans is saying in that. I, I, I really like those because <clears throat> what happened is a lot of people got circumstances going on. They got things going on in their lives. They look at the challenge and they say, oh, that's too big for me. Or I just can't handle it. And they don't try God. Right. That's that's huge. <laughs> right above that, it says, men, never let the size of your journey determine the size of your God. Man, <laughs> man, think about as yeah. Think about as kingdom men if we use that as a mantra. Think, think mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, I don't care what I'm facing. God didn't bail me out of so much, even before I even loved him like I should. You know what I mean? It, it that being true, man, if, if I'm in alignment and I'm praying and, and I know that he he is, he's able, he's almighty, it ain't no giant. You know what I mean? It, it's not a giant in my life. I just got to trust and, and get out of the way and let God do what he do. And like the song says, giants, they fall. But, you know, it's a saying about, you know, don't tell your problem how big, don't tell God how big your problem is, tell your problem how big your God is. Right. And what now, like I said, we always say there's nothing too hard for God. Nothing. And that's the truth. That there's nothing too hard for God. But like he says, never let the size of your giant decide to determine your God because we can't put God in a box. He's unlimited. Yeah. Nothing is yeah. too hard for God. Like the song said, giant, they, they must fall. Or you just talking about David and Goliath right now. Goliath, that dude was nine feet tall, and David was not scared of him because right. he knew God was on his side. He said, you uncircumcised Philistine. And like you said, that's all he needed to know, that he wasn't on God's side. Goliath had whole armies running from him, grown men running from him. Right. And here come one young man to come and say, how y'all going to let this dude basically defy the armies of the Lord? Amen. And it said he didn't run away. It said he made haste and ran toward the giant. Ooh, David did. He said he made haste and ran toward it and whatnot. And uh, you know how we always talk about the five stones and all that. And then when the stone sucked in his head and fell, and man, I remember years ago, even uh, Price, if he's still listening, we was we were talking about this some years ago. He called, he said, man, David was just crazy. That's exactly what he said. He said David was crazy because David cut the man's head off. And what I'm like, I said, there's that blood and gore again in the Old Testament. I mean, he cut the man's head off, man, and whatnot. But I mean, that's just David and whatnot. He wasn't scared at all and whatnot. I mean, just because he knew God was on his side. And that's the type of faith and belief that we must have when we face anything. You just said it, uh, Jerome. How many times have we seen somebody say that's too big? No, nah, that's too hard. I ain't even fooling with that. And whatnot. I ain't even doing it. And like it just gave up and whatnot. And you didn't even give God a chance. And sadly, I mean, I know this is like way off, but it's just like suicides. You're like, you're not even giving God a chance. You're just giving up. And whatnot. We know there's different circumstances why people do things, but I mean, come on, man. There's there's no unless you know unless something's wrong mentally or whatnot, but just because you done ran out of money, you was rich and you broke, or your wife left you, whatever the case may be, or you find out your wife is cheating on you, whatever, and some men have done that and then took themselves out and whatnot. you just not giving God a chance to do nothing and Amen. whatnot. And, and that's not right because God, there's nothing too hard that God, there's nothing that God can't fix. Amen. 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 Y'all boys have been on fire, man. I, I, don't, I don't have nothing else highlighted that ain't been said already. Man, man, this man, this has been some good stuff, man. I'm really ready for all the guys to hop back on, but I know everybody doing their thing. Prentice, Prentice takes me. Um, they they doing birthday anniversary celebrations, so I kind of knew he wasn't going to be on. 
Brother Charles just texted me. Um, Brandy is staying with them, and she's doing a lot better. She's recovering from surgery. And he said, just keep in prayer, man. And so we just, man, this has been a good night, man. Anybody got anything before we do these takeaways? Hey, man, awesome night tonight. Uh, all you brothers, as always, always get something out of you. Jerome, we miss you. I'm glad you was back on tonight because you always bring things from a, a different angle. As we talk about perspective, uh, you bring things, you make us think, your challenges and whatnot, man. So God bless you. And Darren, as always, you always, always got something strong and positive to say, man, we miss you as well. I know you're doing that guitar life. Keep doing your thing. Keep letting God use you, man, and whatnot, man. And glad you had some safe travels and you're back home and whatnot. And, um, like I said, miss all the brothers. It's the same thing. I'll be glad when uh when our Glenn get back on and, and Charles and all that. But I know cats be doing different things and oh, yeah. uh brother George on tonight and all of that. Dirty bird, like you say, this is a dirty bird idea. He hasn't been on, but I know Dirty Bird be traveling. I'm still praying for all you brothers and God bless all the men that's not on. Still love them. That's why I can't wait for us to get together again and break some bread and whatnot. Um, but God bless you. Awesome, awesome uh subject on tonight about kingdom man and, and all of that. Amen. And once again, I got to, I'm, well, I'm way behind. I'm barely probably into the second chapter, second halfway. I ain't even hit chapter three yet. So I'm still a ways behind, but there's so much meat in here and we're yeah. not to get. And all it's going to do is help us to get better, to be stronger kingdom man. That's why when I text you the other day, I say morning kingdom man and whatnot. And I think we should all Every day we we are kingdom men. And I, I probably, I'm trying to make that part of my daily prayer. Like I am a kingdom man. And I thank God for being in this uh, kingdom, man. And like you said, just rule your corner of it, as it said right in the first little passage right here. But God bless you all. Amen. And it was a good night tonight. It's job. Brother Derek, give me something, man. Give me something before we get on out of here. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, good stuff, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still growing in, in my walk uh, every day. And uh, I really I really enjoy you guys. You guys like all like big brothers. You know what I'm saying? So uh i look up to you guys and i i soak a lot of wisdom in from todd dakota and, and jerome so it was it was definitely a good i felt i felt like it was like a one-on-one <laughs> uh like a one-on-one session it was it was an intimate session uh which i'm i'm glad i pressed um um to be on tonight because i really learned you know being being one of the youngest in the group and and and, and knowing mm -hmm. especially especially men um like us you know what i'm saying and Amen. yeah Man. you see like you know it's cats that 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 are, are living godly and you know it, it makes me reevaluate some of the choices that um that that you know my life and choices that i have to come um so when i get there you got it reminds me of you guys and i can think back to these conversations and make make kingdom choices you know what i'm saying instead of darren's choices <laughs> right that's, that's you man amen that's good. Good stuff. Good job, Darren. Hey, man. Man, I don't, you. it almost feels like you've been on as long as um, Dakota and Brother Robert, which been a little bit over a year now. March, last, two weeks ago, yeah. made a year for them. And, hey, and I don't I don't know if you've probably been, what, two months or so, maybe? Uh, I think maybe I came three. in, like, December. I think. Yeah, maybe three months. Yeah. But it just feels, man, you, your energy, man, and your spirit. And, it, and this thing is so, it's so powerful for me, man, because everybody... It's not, it's not like no assigned roles or none of that, but Jerome with the curl ball, um, Dakota got a lot of Jerome in him. Dakota kind of got a little bit of everybody. He's very, he's very outspoken. He's very honest about, very transparent. Everybody's not as transparent. I mean, that's, and that's that right also, but you have such energy 
when you come on like tonight, you said you you had to push me the entire, which you should be traveling, man. But your dedication and your commitment, man, it definitely don't go unnoticed, man. And God definitely in the kingdom, God noticed all the things that we do that, that the people in the world might not know. You know what I mean? The, the, people, the people won't notice, but God always noticed. And I just want to tell you, man, for the group and myself, man, we definitely appreciate you, man. I don't know about Jerome and Dakota and Robert, man, but for me, I envy in a good way, in a healthy way, you, you being where you at at your age. Amen. Because I can't even fathom. I mean, I say fathom, that don't even do it justice. The, the love that you have for Christ and you're at 30, were you 33? 33, yeah. At 33? Jerome just seen 33 in his head. <laughs> Jerome just seen 33 in his head. It just, Dakota too, you know, so man, I just want to let you know, man, well, I love you. Man, just, man, it. Just... It, it means a lot, man. It, it really does, man. Like, you know, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. And think about it. At 33, none of us had a us. You know what I mean? Right. I'm going to say it again. At 33, none of us had a us. And so you and Josh and Jonathan – I'm just going to put it out there. You guys don't have, y'all don't have the right to make the mistakes that we made. <laughs> Feel me? Right. Not saying you guys should be perfect. Right. Oh, yeah. But, but you guys shouldn't be consistently doing wrong things because you got too many ears and too much knowledge at your disposal. When you can say, hey, Jerome, man, you got a minute. Jerome, all the guys, they all of us are willing to help, man, and you know, I think we are accountable for each other. So anything that one of us do is a stain on one of us. So anytime you need us, man, you know, we done made a lot of mistakes. You shouldn't have to make some of them. So if you feel like you might be going taking a left turn, call one of us. Drona made a lot of left. I done made a bunch of left turns. <laughs> and old, old Red Fox down there made a lot of them. Dakota made a lot of them. So, man, just want to say man. appreciate you, man. Brother Drone. And thank y'all. Man, I'm so glad to be back on. Um, what I've learned over the last three weeks is what we're doing is glorifying God. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing, guys. Amen, amen. So we debate and we talk and we study and we talk about this word of God, but God gets the glory. But Darren, I, I want to say this. I can almost guarantee you for me at 33, you're so far ahead of me where I was when I was 33. I can guarantee it. So, man, just keep doing what you're doing. I knew God, but I couldn't talk about God in the mature, maturity level that you're talking about God right now. With, with all these old school veterans on here, man, and think they know this and think they know that, and you can hang with them. You know, I couldn't. I Not Jerome, not me. I couldn't do it. You know, I, I would, no, just, just shake my head out. No, no, I just don't know. <laughs> That's all I can say is no. But I can tell you this, man, I miss being on. I'm glad to be back home. And, hey, man, we just got to keep moving forward. We need to get everybody back on the talk. Cause we're stronger together than we are, man. So, yeah. four or five, mm -hmm. man, we, we, we're we stronger than that. I know people don't like change. But, you know, we got to remember what this is about, man. This is for God. And what we need to do is make sacrifice. If it's for God and we're doing it for God and we're doing it for the right reason, it doesn't matter if it's on Friday or Saturday night. If we're doing it for God, we need to try to be there. And we right. need to talk to the guys. Mm -hmm. We need to find out where they're at. We need to try to get them back on and, and remind them, hey, man, this is what we, we're signed up for. We signed up 
to talk to and reach people about the word of God. That's all I got. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff, man. Just <laughs> and it's been happening. It's been happening since we've been on for the last 30 minutes. We have such an impact. One of my friends, straight up, one of our cousins, he's been blowing me up, but I got my ringer off and he's in distress and he said he's need to talk to Jerome. Right? And he, I just told him I'm gonna let Jerome know. So, and I'm sharing this because it gets to points where we might feel like we're not making impact. We do. People, people watch us and people, they, they feel like we, we, we have purpose and they know what our purpose is and we, they know we glorify the kingdom. So never feel like, never feel like this is just status quo. Cause that's one of the things the enemy can do over time. That's one of the tricks. He said, man, y'all ain't reaching nobody. Ain't nobody watching y'all no more. You know what I'm saying? Cause he does it to me all the time. But now just right here, this right here is confirmation. I'm gonna tell you something else. He just added me. He 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 added me on Facebook. And as soon as I accepted, he started calling me and say he need Jay. Right? He gave him my number. Talk. Let's go. I don't know who it is, but go ahead and give him my number. All right. And so so never so never feel like and never feel like we kind of spinning the wheel. No, we have an impact. No, what we are, we we are light. We we're reflection of the kingdom, and 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 however God uses us. As vessels, that's that's how it be. We just gonna be seeds and vessels. Oh um, man, I, brother Robert, what you got? I just want I'm just say this. Uh, the code you saying earlier, I was listening, man. I was in on the road, so I was trying to get here fast as I could, so I could respond. But man, y'all had a great great night. I listened at every word, and it's good to see you, brother Jerome. Good to see, I see you. Too, brother. Uh, brother Dan, they keep talking about you. Thirty three, thirty three. Man, I, <laughs> I won't even begin to tell you. I started at 35. And where you at now, I was nowhere near. Nowhere near. So just encouraging, man. Keep on keeping on. And like Todd said, man, you got the brothers in your corner, whenever, whatever. Like Glenn always said, ain't nothing but a road trip. And I just want to say this, and I'm going to glow. Dakota, you said you was talking about Joseph. And uh, he went to sleep with Potiphar's wife. The thing that, that that's so important about that scripture is that he said, how can I do this and sin against God? Amen. That's, Amen. that's Amen. what he said. That's what he said. And, and like, I'm not doing it, but, but Joseph said that in Genesis. How can I do this and sin against God? Man, I think about that all the time. So so when I get tired and don't want to you know, keep going and we're talking about the kingdom, Hey, it's not easy, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. God bless you, brothers. Man, I love y'all, man. God bless you. That's good stuff, brother Robert. Man, the one thing I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about you and Dakota and Jerome. I just I just don't have to worry about you guys. And man, and 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 I don't want to they say two or more. I'm gonna be here every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be here every Sunday. So if I got two, three or more, we're gonna do this. I know the Charles Charles just said his brother, I know his brother had um yeah. his health situation, checking on his sister who was in the hospital. So he says on his way home from Maryland, and and his sister's doing a lot better. So he really thank us for the prayers, and he really loves us, and he'll be back on soon. Mm -hmm. And so it's just the enemy really he does though he take advantage of change. He mm -hmm. comes in anytime changes because it's a shift, and when when things shift, he sneaks in sometimes. But I know my brothers, they love us. They love the group. They love God. So they'll be back on. 
know, one put it out there, man. Um, Brother Dakota, give us something and then close us out. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Awesome night tonight. God bless each and every last one of you. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this lesson on tonight, God. Father God, I thank you, Heavenly Father, for the meat that was shared on tonight, Heavenly Father. Thank you for all the wisdom. Thank you for all the input. In Jesus' holy name, God, continue to bless these mighty men of God on the Zoom meeting, God. Bless the men of God that are not on the Zoom meeting that's normally on in Jesus' holy name, God. Father God, we thank you for the praise report that we got for Brother Charles and his daughter. In Jesus' name, continue to strengthen her and use her. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that she can get better, God. Praying, Heavenly Father, Lord, for his brother and his family, for his wife, in Jesus' holy name, God. Bless the Beeland family, God. Continue to use them for your glory, Heavenly Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, as we depart from this place, Heavenly Father, that we will set an example in Jesus' holy name, God, that we will be your ambassadors, as the words say, Heavenly Father. We will live for you, Heavenly Father, Lord. We will, we will have faith. We will be kingdom men that you called us to be in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I pray, Lord, that we set a good, holy example everywhere we go for our families, for our, for our co-workers, God, and, and in our community in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Lord, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you keep us and cover us until we meet again on next Sunday, Lord, if it be your will. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Great night, man. Y'all have a blessed night, Jay. I sent him the number. He should be. He said he gonna call you. So man, y'all be good. Be careful this week until Sunday, man. See you guys. Love you guys. Amen.